Debbie Marcu is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 183733, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. All right, so welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcou. I am the Mortgage Mom. And right now, today, Wednesday, they announced the Federal Reserve that they are increasing interest rates once again, but this time by a half a percent instead of three quarters of a percent. So this is actually not great news because obviously we don't all want to see our interest rates go up, but it is positive news that they are starting to slow down the increments in which they are bringing that rate up. So hopefully we are going to start seeing those interest rates uh, taper off. Maybe at the next uh, re- you know, Federal Reserve meeting, they will maybe bring it up a quarter, hopefully, which means that we can see a light at the end of the tunnel. So this is all very, very good news. I do want to remind everybody that this is an interactive show. I want you to ask me your questions. I will read them out loud. I will answer them for you. For those of you who are listening to the show over the weekend by radio. Uh, Remember that if you want to see me do it live, you want to be able to ask your questions and get them answered on the spot as part of the show, you need to actually watch me do the show live. It is on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, whichever platform is your favorite. And for you to know that I have gone live, you can text the word MOM to 844 Nine three five three six three four. That's eight four four. We lend for you. W e l e n d and the number four. Text the word mom. Do not text anything else, but that will, except for that word, and that will uh, opt you in to get a text message once a week to remind you that we have gone live. That will allow you to click on the link right from your cell phone and join us via YouTube. You can also subscribe to the channel. You can follow us on Facebook. However, it is your favorite place to watch the show is fine by me. And I can see the questions coming in from all three of those platforms. So again, even if you are on Twitch, that is absolutely perfect. Go ahead and ask those questions, put them into the feed. So if you guys are on right now and you are watching, uh, give me you know a thumbs up, say hi, let me know that you guys are out there and that you are part of the show with me today. So I can see that Catherine Williams jumps on. She says, thank you for being so informative and sharing your knowledge. Catherine, it is my absolute pleasure. I love doing this show and I love bringing everybody the information and keeping you guys all up to date. So as I mentioned, uh, right when we first got started, the Federal Reserve did increase the prime rate. They just announced it about an hour ago. They did bring it up by a half a percent. That 
is what we were all expecting. We did think that they were going to curb it just a little bit and not go up the full three quarters of a percent like they had done at the previous meetings. So this is good news, you guys. It's not great if you've got an equity line of credit, if you've got credit cards, if you have any kind of lending that is attached directly to the Federal Reserve prime rate, then you are going to see your interest go up. You are going to see your minimum payments increase. But it is good news that they did slow it down, that they are only doing a half a percent this time rather than doing a full three quarters of a percent. So the goal here would be that at the next meeting, maybe they only take it up a quarter and maybe the meeting after that, they keep it steady and they don't increase it any further. Now, that's obviously my hope. That is not my guess. I have to actually watch over the ne next couple of weeks, you know, read all of the different news and insights and see what they're talking about, how our inflation is coming along, if it's still continuing to come down more. And then I would be able to give you guys my prediction for the next Fed meeting. But my hope, my, my goal is that we're going to start to see them taper those down, which is going to help us in the long run. And yes, we've got a light at the end of the tunnel. So this is all, I think, very positive, really good news. Um, Claudia jumps on. She says, hello, beautiful. Claudia, thank you so much. It's always nice to get a compliment. Sure does make me feel good. Uh, and Catherine says, student loan rates went up. And yes, everything is going up. If you shopped for a car and a car loan during 2020 or 2021, and you're now shopping for a car loan today, you're going to see that those interest rates have gone up quite significantly. Student loans, anything that is a short-term loan is affected by the Federal Reserve Prime Rate. So as they continue to increase that rate, unfortunately, we're going to see loans get more and more expensive. Now, I did mention in a previous episode that mortgage is not directly tied to the Federal Reserve Prime Rate, like an equity line, a credit card, student loans, car loans of those sort. Uh, we are actually, uh, our interest rates are tied to mortgage-backed securities and the, the mortgage bonds. And so we do see interest rates not necessarily immediately increase when they make you know the the Federal Reserve or that prime rate uh, goes up we don't we don't necessarily go up or down based on that it's more about what the investors in the market uh, are doing with their money so if they feel that putting their money in longer term notes mortgage-backed securities in bonds is a better and uh, a better and safer place for their money at the time then we'll see the mortgage interest rates move around a bit. Now, mortgage interest rates have actually come down quite a bit from where they were at their very highest level. We had capped out at about 7.5%, and we are looking now in the... I would say mid to high sixes on a conventional loan and low sixes on an FHA, which makes it very, very easy to get that interest rate bought down so you can buy that rate down paying points and get yourself into those high fives. So uh, we're actually in a really good spot mortgage wise as far as interest rates go. Now, many of you already have a mortgage interest rate because you refinanced when rates were low or you purchased a home during 2020 or 2021 where interest rates 
rates were low. So to you, you might be hearing, you know, uh, high fives and think, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Uh, but those are actually really, really good interest rates and actually below where the average interest rate has been if you look at the market over a 20-year period. So we're still in a very good place right now. It was nice that we did get that little reprieve and brought us back into uh, an area where it is going to make things more affordable for you if you need to refinance, pay off debt, purchase a new um, home. It, it's, it is making things a bit more affordable and you're having uh, a better, easier time right now negotiating with sellers since a lot have buy a lot of buyers have kind of gone on the holding pattern so there's less buyers more homes and the sellers are negotiating quite a bit more so getting the money that you need to buy the points to bring the rate down and bring yourself into an affordable level right now is a really good time so if you've been thinking about buying a home and you decided to put it on hold you might want to start thinking about getting out there and looking again because this is a great time to do that you've got more inventory and more sellers willing to negotiate. Um, Nora uh, Juarez jumps on. She says, hi, Debbie. Uh, Carrie jumped on and said, hi, Debbie. Early Christmas gift by only uh, raising a half. Yes, Carrie, you're absolutely right. And I agree with you. Um, Michael Mar uh, Manrique says, hello, everyone. And Michael, I do believe that you called in last week and I didn't call you back. I just realized that right now when I saw your name. I am so sorry. I got super sidetracked, really busy after the show, got your message and it went the other direction. So I'm so sorry. I do apologize. Um, I will call you back today. You will hear from me. And uh, anyway, so this is Mortgage Mom Radio. Today, we're talking about the Federal Reserve increasing the interest rate today by a half of a percent. If you guys have any questions whatsoever, you want to ask me, what do I think? Or how is this going to affect you? Or if there's something in particular that you want to know, please feel free to put your question into the comment. I'm more than happy to read it out loud and answer it for you. I'm going to take a super quick break. When I get back, we're going to start jumping into those questions. So you guys start putting them into the feed and getting them ready for me. Hold on real tight. We'll be right back. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. All right, so how do you guys contact us? And this is really important because once we're done with this uh, presentation today, you may decide that it, now's the time. You wanna get things started, you wanna ask us questions. Let me just tell you that anywhere at all that you look for Mortgage Mom Radio, you can find us. Everything is Mortgage Mom Radio. Don't forget the radio, because there are a ton of people that try to call themselves Mortgage Mom, um, but Mortgage Mom Radio, you will find us. The website is MortgageMomRadio.com. On Instagram, we are Mortgage Mom Radio. You know, you can see it all here. It's on this screen. Debbie Marcu is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 09415044, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 20802. 37926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. 
All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And today we are talking about the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates by a half of a percent. And I know it's not fun to hear that they increased it by a half, but I'm actually very excited that it was only a half. So over the last uh, few meetings that we've had, I want to say the last probably four or five meetings, and I would have to go back and research it, so don't hold me to that number. But for many meetings now, they have actually been increasing that prime rate by three quarters of a percent every time that they have gotten together for a new meeting. They get together and they do meet every six weeks. So in six weeks from today, I'll be on here and I'll be talking about the next Fed meeting and what are they doing? Are they increasing? Are they not increasing? How much did they increase by? My hope my hope is that because we went from three quarter percent increase to a half of a percent increase, the next time that they increase that Federal Reserve prime rate, maybe we will only see a quarter. And maybe the time after that, we won't see them increase at all. And they will hold things steady, which is really great news. That means that things are turning around. Inflation is coming down. Things are starting to normalize. This is very, very good news. It's a very great outlook. It is something super exciting to take into 2023. And talking about 2023, I think the exciting part about this is that we can see the improvements that we have that have been happening. We can see that all of the pain and suffering that we've all been going through is hopefully turning things around. I know that they came out with inflation numbers about a week ago, and they did say that things were starting to come down. They were on; it was on the decline. So this is all very, very good. This is all very positive news. Um, Heather jumped on. She says hi, everyone. And Michael said, hey, no worries, we all get busy. And Michael, again, I just want to apologize. I didn't call you back. I knew you were just calling me to thank you for answering your question the week before. And it was just one of those things where I was trying to get back to loans and process and, you know, juggling the things that were uh, super important right at hand. And I just completely forgot you. So I'm going to call you and talk to you today. I promise you will hear from me today after the show. So thank you so much for the call in. That was wonderful. I do want to remind everybody that we are here to help you guys. And if you do have questions about your scenario, you don't know what to do, you're trying to figure it out, you want to know if you qualify to purchase a home, you want to know what you need to do to qualify to purchase a home, you want to know if you should be refinancing, getting some cash out, doing home improvements, paying off debt, whatever that that financing question is that you might have that you're not quite sure what the answer is, that is what we are here for. That is what me and my team do. We want to talk to you. We want to help you. And you can call the office anytime you want. The number is 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Now, if you guys get a voicemail, please leave a message. It does go to the general box and we do call you back within two hours at the very longest and that is on a Saturday or Sunday. During normal business hours, Monday through Friday from nine to five, we are in the office. If you get that voicemail message, just leave a message in the general box. You're going to get a call back within probably five minutes. That just means that uh, we were on another call and couldn't get to that phone as it was ringing. So please don't hesitate to leave the message. Leave it there. Let us call you back. We are happy to do that. I want to remind everybody, you can go to the website, go to Mortgage Mom Radio. 
mortgagemomradio.com. Do not forget the radio. It is mortgagemomradio.com. Tons of tools on the website. There's a contact us button that you can uh, send us an email. We will get a hold of you no matter how you get in touch with us. We will contact you and we will get back to you. So uh, we are here. Utilize us. Let us help you. Let us answer those questions. Now, I do want to get back to the positive thoughts that I had as we came back into this segment. It is very exciting to see that things are going to start to turn around and that they are getting better. Now, we do still have, you know, some some road to plow, right? We've still got some things to do. We still need inflation to come down a bit more. But this is a really good sign to see this. This is very, very exciting. This means that we are on, on the mend. Now, I also mentioned a little bit earlier that there's a lot of people that have been thinking about buying homes that have put their home buying goals on hold. They weren't sure if they should buy. They felt like the market was topped out at the top of the market, highest of interest rates. And they they felt maybe they needed to just stop. They needed to put on the brakes and they needed to wait, wait to purchase a home. I have got to tell you, I have been seeing some of the most incredible deals come across my desk. I've been having clients that have easily be, be getting two to 3% in credit from a seller that they can utilize that money to put towards the buy down of an interest rate. They can put it towards their closing costs so that they only need to come in the door with their down payment. They're getting, you know, some of some price taken off of the home from what the listing was, uh, the, you know, full, full sales price. So right now is a really, really good time to shop. And I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but many people in down markets, many investors, many first time buyers, they become uh, not rich, but I would say, you know, they, they, they make their most money when things are low and people put things on hold, but they continue to accelerate forward. You have to remember that the next time that they come out and they say they're going to increase, not increase, reduce that Federal Reserve prime rate, that is going to start a frenzy. All of those buyers that have been on the fence, that have been waiting to buy, are all going to come out of the woodworks. They're all going to start to get their pre-approvals updated. They're going to all hit the streets and start looking at homes. This in turn is going to create more demand, which is going to let sellers not negotiate as much. It's not give you as much in closing cost credits, not help you buy down those interest rates. And we will quickly see that market turn and it will be back to a seller's market again very, very quickly. So this is a fantastic time, especially for those first time buyers that maybe have lower down payments available. If you are a vet and you're using your VA loan or your active duty using your VA loan with zero money down, if you are an FHA buyer with three and a half percent or a conventional buyer with just five percent down, when there is a lot of demand and there are multiple offers on a home, a, a seller is going to pick an offer that they feel is going to close. They are going to pick the person's offer that they feel is the most solid borrower. Well, the most solid borrower is going to have the biggest down payments, maybe even paying cash. So you have less of an opportunity to get your offer accepted over somebody else that has a larger down payment, 20% down, 30% down. So this is a fantastic time. Not only is there a lot of inventory, but sellers are going to take you seriously. Your down payment isn't going to be a concern. They just want a buyer and they want to get sold. And there are some really, really good deals for the taking right now in this market. So I urge you, get your pre-approvals done. 
Call us and ask us your questions. Let us get you ready to become a buyer. Do not hesitate. Don't wait. Get yourself prepared. That would be my suggestion uh, for today. That's mom's mom's advice for today. Uh, I can see that uh, Heidi jumps on. She says, hi, everybody. Heidi, thanks so much for joining in. And again, this is Mortgage Mom Radio. We're here to help you. We're here to bring you guys all of the information that you need on an ongoing weekly basis. I'm doing this every Wednesday, right about one o'clock. The very best way to be part of the show, to get in, to be able to ask your questions and get them answered is to do it with me live. The easiest way to do it live is to join us via YouTube. You can definitely subscribe to the channel and turn that notification bell on to all. But I have noticed me personally that many of the channels that I follow and I subscribe, I don't necessarily get that notification. So if you want a notification that is easy and you are always going to get, make sure that you text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That will opt you in to get my text message once a week just to let you know that we are live. There's a link in that text message. You can click on it and you can join us right away and start asking your questions. So once again, text the word mom to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. That is the same phone number to call our office and to talk with me or any of the girls on my staff. We are all here to help you and to do that consultation with you. And there is no fee for a consultation. Let us answer those questions for you. Um, I can see Michael asks, is it better to invest real estate or stocks in 2023? So Michael, that's a very, that's a very good question. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I am not a financial advisor. I am not a stockbroker. I don't work in stocks. So it is very hard for me to answer that question for you. My answer simply is, is that real estate is a long-term investment. Real estate is something that you get into for the long haul. It doesn't matter where you buy or when you buy. It matters when you sell. It's a long-term investment. If you buy it, you want to hold it. You want to create a portfolio. You want to put your money in it and you want to hold that home. You want to buy something with as little down as you possibly can. You want to live in it. You want to live in it for as long as you need to, to be able to save up money for your next down payment. And then you want to net go and you want to buy the next bigger property with, again, a minimum down payment. Holding on to the first one, make it a rental. Live in the second one while you save money for your third property again minimum down payment go buy a third one move into that third one hold on to that second one now you've got two rentals and your primary and you just want to continue to do this over and over again and create yourself a real estate portfolio trust me this will absolutely 100% pay off for you but real estate is for the long haul it is not uh, many many people have done very very well in quick flips. These are investors. These are people that have big money down. They're putting money into them to do the rehab. They're turning around and doing a fast flip. They know what they're doing. They've been doing it before. This is their business. But a normal person like you and me, and trust me, I'm not a real estate flipper. I'm not that person that's doing that. I work in mortgage. I do mortgage loans for a living. I wake up every day. I get myself ready. I get myself dressed. I go to the office and I work. Just like you guys, you work a job. I work a job. I am not 
flipping. I am not out in the market looking at homes, trying to find that deal, trying to find that house that hasn't been renovated in 30 years, buying that property, renovating it, turning it around, flipping it. I go to work every single day. I can't focus on that. That's not my life. So if you are just a normal person like me and you're not focusing on a flip and that's not what you do for a living, Real estate's for the long haul, and I absolutely suggest that you create yourself a portfolio. That will help your future and your family's future uh, moving forward for sure. Um, I hope that that answered the question. I'm sorry I couldn't be uh, absolutely specific. Uh, Carrie says, real estate always. So Carrie says, no to stocks, real estate always. Michael says, I am definitely lo- definitely looking for long-term retirement. And I you know, I just, I can't agree with that more. If you could create yourself a portfolio, now you've got a couple of properties under your belt that by the time you're ready to retire, now you could sell one and cash out, take the proceeds. You could uh, be living in one. You could, you know, make it a a reverse mortgage. There's so much that you can do with real estate. Uh, I just feel like it's, it's, you know, a tangible asset. It's something that you own. It's physical. You can put renters in it. You could put kids in it. So for a lot of, you know, a lot of the shows that I've done, I've talked about how, you know, putting money into, uh, you know, 203Bs and college funds and things of that nature, in my opinion, I'd be buying property that I could put a tenant in and let the tenant make the payment. And by the time your little baby turns into 20, 22, 24, 30, you know, they're getting married, they're ready to get move out of the house, they're ready to get into their own property. You've already got something that's well below market. You bought it numerous years ago. You could rent it to them for what they can afford. It makes something affordable for those kids down the road. Again, I just me personally and as well as Carrie feel that real estate would be the place that I would put my money. But I'm not an investor. I'm not a financial advisor. So short term for 2023, what's the best decision, real estate versus stocks? You're going to have to do a little bit of research on that one. Um, Nora says, how soon can you buy a second home. So, and she said second junior home, but I think she means a second home. And I, I'm, I'm going to actually focus on uh, buying a home because we were talking about it, buying a home, living in that home, and then buying another home and moving to the second home, both purchases using minimum down payments. So basically what I was talking about just a little bit earlier. So you really, the, the, The mortgage companies, the banks are really looking for you to commit to an owner occupied residence to be for 12 months, to be for a year. When you sign your disclosures and you sign your uh, note, they're, they're asking that, you know, if you're saying that you're going to occupy this property, that your intention is to occupy the property and they typically want to see 12 months. There are guidelines in place that say that you can finance one owner occupied property within a 12 month period. So for us to do a second owner occupied within less than 12 months would require an exception. Now exceptions can be made. Let's say you go and you purchase a home, you know, in Seattle, and then all of a sudden you find out that you're getting transferred to California. That's a transfer. That's something that was beyond, you know, beyond your control. You didn't see it coming. You didn't realize it was going to happen. The banks will make exceptions when something like that happens. But if you're 
buying in Phoenix, Arizona for your primary residence and six months later you want to go buy another property in Phoenix, Arizona for your primary residence, we're going to have to have a pretty good reason why you're making that move. So for an example, maybe what's a good reason why you would buy down the street from where you currently live? Well, maybe you bought a one-bedroom condo, you and your husband just got married as an example, and now all of a sudden you're pregnant and you know that you need a second bedroom and your family's expanding. That could be a reason that an underwriter could make an exception to allow multiple primary residence financing within less than that 12-month period. But the good, hard, and fast rule that you should uh, think about would be 12 months. So every 12 months, you could buy another property. Now, you do need to make sure that you're buying the next property you buy makes sense that you would be moving into that property. So if you start with a one-bedroom condo and you decide you want to go buy another one-bedroom condo, that doesn't usually fly. That doesn't usually make sense that you'd be making a lateral move. But if you buy a one-bedroom condo and then you go and you buy a two-bedroom condo, you're moving up. You're getting into something bigger. If you're in a condo and now you're buying a townhome that's got a garage and a little yard in the back, that's great. That's a bigger property. You're in a townhome and now you're going to go buy yourself a single family home. That's fabulous. You're moving up. So just kind of keep in mind a lot of it is common sense, but the hard fast rule is 12 months. And we can sometimes make an exception to uh, do two owner occupied uh, purchases within less than that 12 month period. So I hope that that answered the question. Um, Claudia says, yes, that's my goal. Dream to one day start a portfolio. I, I, can't, I can't push you guys towards that enough. It, it really will bring you to levels that you didn't think that you would go to. The more real estate that you can own, the better. When you can put a renter in the property and let them offset the debt of the mortgage every month, then it's it's just, it's it's kind of on auto autoplay, right? It's just handling itself. Now you do have to make sure that you're prepared, obviously. When you have a rental, you are responsible for the property. So you need to make sure that if something breaks that you can fix it for your tenant. You've got the the cash to do that. So you want to make sure that you're budgeting as you're collecting your rents every month, you're putting a little bit of money to the side to make sure that you can account for repairs that might come up, vacancies, you know, if somebody moves out, you don't necessarily have it rented immediately, it's vacant for a month or two, you want to make sure you've got a little bit of cash stored away for those uh, rainy days. If a tenant moves out and it's time to replace carpets or repaint or there's, you know, other uh, improvements that need to be made before you bring in in the next tenant. So just make sure again that you're budgeting for that portfolio that you're wanting to create. Definitely don't be renting out a property and buying another one if you are stretching pennies thin and you're, you know, barely barely making it and the rent's going to barely cover the mortgage. Uh, we probably want to talk a little bit about trying to create the budget. How much do you need to rent it for? Is it something that you can afford to do? So let us help you with that. Give us a call and let us talk you through it. Let us do your debt to income ratios. Let us help you to determine if you're the right candidate 
for creating that portfolio, for renting out that property and buying the next one. But th there's, there's very good chances that you are. And maybe it's just asking a little bit more in rent to make sure that you're budgeting appropriately. So uh, I, I love that. It's my favorite advice. I've given it to so many people over the years. And if every single person that I gave that advice to would just listen to me, you'd all be in such an amazing place right now. And all of you that are listening to me for the first time, take it to heart. Buy the smallest place that you can afford and that you can be comfortable in. If you're a single guy, go buy a one-bedroom condo. You don't need a full-size house. Uh, then go buy yourself a two-bedroom condo. Then go buy yourself a three-bedroom condo. Then go buy yourself a townhome. Then buy yourself the single family. Then start getting the single family bigger. Two-bedroom single family, three-bedroom single family, four-bedroom single family. So, you know, definitely kind of think about what can I what can I buy? What's the cheapest thing that I can buy? What can I get into with the minimum down payment? Where can I feel comfortable? Can I live in that one bedroom condo? Can I live in that two bedroom condo? Can I stay there for at least a year? So you guys plan. Uh, it's chess moves. You know, make yourself a game plan and do it. That's all I can say is do it. And don't be scared right now. Don't be scared of the market right now. Right now, you guys can get amazing, amazing deals. They are out there. And the minute that everybody starts to hear that things are turning around and that rates are coming down, it is going to be a frenzy. Think about how many people were buying homes before, the shortage of homes that we had, how many people right now have put themselves on hold. Talk to your friends, talk to your family, talk to your neighbors. Hear how many of them tell you, well, we're, we're waiting right now. We're waiting right now. The more times you hear we're waiting right now gives you the bigger opportunity to buy something right now today. So that's the best thing that I can tell you guys moving into 2023. I hope you take it to heart. And if you've been thinking about buying a home, you don't think you can, you don't know how to get started. You've been thinking about buying, you know, your first investment property, give us a call, talk to us, give us the opportunity to talk through with you. What do you need to do to get there? Let us help you get that game plan. You might be ready. Maybe you're not, but Hey, guess what? It's December of 2022. January of 2023 is in two weeks, two weeks, you guys, two weeks in January of 2023 is when you start thinking about filing tax returns for 2022. If you're self-employed and you wanna buy a home next year, you need to talk to us about how you should be filing those tax returns. That's the best way to get yourselves qualified. But if you don't know and you don't have a game plan and you go and file those tax returns and you file them wrong, you in one day, in one click of a button to file, just put yourself another 12 months out from becoming a homeowner. So again, this is the time. Get excited. Get excited about 2023. Give us a call. Call the office. Talk to me. Talk to one of the girls. Talk to Heidi. Talk to Heather. Talk to Carrie. Talk to anybody. Talk to somebody on my team and get yourself prepared for 2023. How do you call us? It's 844 935 3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. With that, we're going to take a super quick break and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Debbie Marcoux, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. Hey, do you know what an FHA loan is? Well, tune in, listen up. It is a do-over loan in my opinion. 
They've got great circumstances for anybody that's got lower credit scores, possibly a short sale or a foreclosure in the past, even a bankruptcy. Give us a call. It's 3.5% down to buy a home, and refinancing is there to help you as well. It's 844-935-3634. Or head on over to my website at MortgageMomRadio.com. Hi, this is Debbie Marku, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. Well, what are we doing? What is Mortgage Mom Radio doing for you? We are bringing you guys the truth. Nothing but the truth. Every single Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, we go live on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. We're working on TikTok, and we hope to get that rolling very soon as well. So make sure that you do follow us, subscribe, turn on notification bells, whatever that platform is that you like, so that you can get engaged in the conversation. You can watch the show, you can ask your questions, and you can get your answers truthfully answered. So what are people asking me? What are some of the things that might interest you that you'd want to be part and interactive part of this show? Well, people are asking, what do you think about equity lines? What do you think about reverse mortgages? Should I be buying right now? Should I be waiting? Uh, is it, you know, is now a good time to buy? Um, I'm renting and my landlord just told me that I need to move in six months. Should I be signing a new lease? Should I be going to another rental? Can I buy? These are all the really hard questions, especially in today's economy, that people are asking. And I'm bringing you the truth and nothing but the truth. So make sure that you guys do follow along. You get part of the show and you get interactive to get your questions answered. If you want to give us a call, you want to talk to us right here at the office, it's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. We'll talk to you all real soon. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom. And today we were talking about half a percent increase in the Federal Reserve prime rate and what that means for you. So one more time, let's just recap. If you have an equity line of credit, if you have credit card debt, if you have uh, short-term loans that are adjustable, all of those are directly connected to the Federal Reserve prime rate, and you are going to see those minimum payments that are due, you're going to see those increase. So if you owe $5,000 on a credit card and your minimum monthly payment was $150, expect that minimum monthly payment next month to be more expensive. So what does that mean? You guys got to get those credit cards paid off. You've got to get any debt paid off that you can. If you have a home equity line of credit, and let's say that you've got a mortgage of 200,000, but you have an equity line of credit for 100,000, we've got to get that consolidated for you. Interest rates did come down a bit, which is great. They're definitely lower than where they were, I would say about 30 days ago. We had gotten to a high on a conventional loan of about 7.5%. Uh, that's for an owner-occupied single-family residence. We've seen those come down. We've actually gotten a really nice drop. I would say that we're in like the high sixes right now. You can absolutely buy that interest rate down, get it into the lower sixes. We've got some government loans, the FHAs, the VAs that we're definitely looking at high fives, low sixes. So interest rates have definitely come down. And if you've got a first mortgage where you owe more money, uh, let's say you owe 200000 on your first mortgage at 3%, but you've got a $100,000 line of credit, and that line of credit interest rate is nine. 
10, 12, and 14%. And trust me, I've seen a range of 9 to 14, 15% on these lines of credit. There's a very, very good chance that you are going to be doing much, much better if you consolidate those two loans together into one loan at one fixed interest rate, 30-year fixed. And we can always buy that rate down, get you into those high fives so that you're in an interest rate that's very, very good. But there's many, many, many of you who had opted to take a line of credit over this last year. 2022 has been the year for home equity lines of credit. Home equity lines of credit is the direction that people wanted to go to get the cash that they needed because they had such a low interest rate on their first mortgage. They didn't want to touch it. At the beginning of 2022, the Federal Reserve prime rate was almost at zero. It's gone up so much since then that the interest rates right now, if you have not double checked, if you have a line of credit and you don't know what your interest rate is that you're paying right now, I would highly urge you to get your statement or get online, log into your account and figure out what that interest rate is that you are paying right now on that line of credit because I have a feeling that it is way, way higher than what you know you thought and I have a feeling you might even fall out of your chair. So please do me that favor. If you have credit cards and you haven't paid them off, pull those credit card statements out, log into those credit card accounts, look at what you're paying in an interest rate on the money that you owe. You guys have got to get that paid off. If you own a home, you have equity in your home, even if your interest rate is low and if you did a refinance, the rate might come back up. It there's a very, very good chance that the total interest rate that you're paying over all of the debt, the equity lines of credit, the credit cards, all of the debt, and the mortgage that you own, if we take all of that and we blend it together to determine what you are actually paying in interest right now, I have a feeling that there are a ton of you out there that would absolutely benefit from doing a refinance right now. So do that work. If you don't know how to do that work, that's okay. Let my team do that work for you. We are happy to do it. All we need you to do is email us copies of your statements. So pull that Nordstrom statement, pull that Capital One statement, pull that Bank of America statement, pull that equity line statement, pull that mortgage statement and email it over. It is that easy. We will show you. It is not us. We're not telling you, oh yeah, it's better. I'm showing you the math. My team is showing you the math to determine if it's better. Here is what the rate would be today if you did a refinance and you paid it all off and this is what your monthly payment would be today. Here is what you're paying today for this, 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 and this. And this is what your blended interest rate is today. If your blended interest rate today is better than a brand new mortgage, then we leave it be. We leave it be, we do nothing. So we can't lie to you. We're not looking to lie to you. We're not trying to lie to you. We're trying to show you the numbers so that you can determine if it makes sense for you. But I highly, highly suggest that if you have credit card debt, if you have a home equity line of credit, that you pull those statements, you take a look at what you're paying right now in interest, and you send them over to us and let us show you what a refinance would look like for you. 
So with that, um, Claudia did say, thank you so much for your guidance. You're amazing, Mama Bear. LOL. I love that, Claudia. Thank you so much for the comment. I sure do love doing this show. I really do. I love that you guys all jump on each week and you ask me your questions and I'm going to keep doing it until I no longer have anybody watching. Um, but it, it is my pleasure to do it and I absolutely love doing it. Uh, one thing I do want to uh, say is that this is actually my last show of 2022. This is it for for Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm going to take the last couple of weeks of the year off for the holidays. Uh, I want to enjoy the time with my with my family. And so I do want to make sure that I'm wishing everybody um, very, very happy holidays. Happy New Year. I am so excited to see what 2023 brings. I've got really, really good feelings about what we're going to see happen with the market, with interest rates, uh, with our economy, with inflation. I really do feel that we're going to see a positive 2023 Remember that it's all hard work, you guys. We've all paid for it. We've all felt it. We've felt those increases in those credit cards. We've felt those increases in those minimum payments and those lines of credit. We've felt the pain at the gas pump. We've felt the pain in our food. We've felt the pain in our utilities. We've all felt that pain. And the good, good news about today is not that they raised the rate by another half a percent. Obviously, nobody likes to hear that. But the good news is, is that it was a half. It wasn't three quarters. That that means things are turning around, which gets me very, very excited about 2023. 2023 is going to be a great year. I do believe we're going to see things definitely uh, start to improve. Uh, by the time we end 2023, my prediction is it is going to be that we're going to see interest rates uh, down a bit. We're going to see lots of people out shopping and buying homes. And like I said, during this show, get yourself ready, get ahead, get ahead of the herd. Make sure that you guys are out there they're looking right now before things do start to turn and um, it is a seller's market and you missed your window for great opportunity. So with that, I hope you guys all enjoyed the show today. Um, please reach out to the office, ask us your questions, let us help you. We want to get everybody ready, everybody prepared, and we want to get you all out there buying homes and starting that real estate portfolio that we were talking about. So once again, the number 844-935-3636. Three, four. That's 844. We lend for you. W E L E N D and the number four. You guys want to know when I go live? Make sure you text the word mom, only the word mom, no other word, M O M, to the same phone number. That will get you one text message a week to let you know I'm live. Once again, that number is 844 935 36 Three, four. Head on over to my website at mortgagemomradio.com. You guys have all kinds of tools on the website that you can utilize. And you can send me an email if you'd like through our contact us button. I do get those messages and I do respond to them. I also want to remind you all too that if you guys like podcasts, this is on podcast as well. Uh, spread the word, share the show, help Mortgage Mom thrive in 2023, just like we're trying to help you guys thrive as well. I hope you guys all have a wonderful rest of the year. Again, very, very happy holidays from my family to yours. I'm going to miss you all for the next two weeks, but I am going to enjoy a little time off. So with that, I'm out. We'll see you guys in 2023.
Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom 